Listen up. It's the number one voice of the tri-state. I'm number one. It's clicking up 215. So let the show begin. Y'all already know who it is. Your boy Smooth. And it's your girl Fame. And we got Dana Chanel here. I was about to say, can I do my intro? And I'm Dana Chanel. (laughs) A lot of people like to try to, you know, they like to jump in there. They, you know, they try to interrupt the flow. Yeah. It's cool. We like it. We like it. What? So you're saying I'm not allowed? No, you're allowed. You're allowed. It's nice. It's nice to see somebody at their own little twist, and you know, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know, join cooking up. Join right. Up. Okay. Are you ready to get right into this interview? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm excited. Yeah. It's actually yeah. my first interview in Philadelphia. So wow. I'm excited. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Touching, I, touching base. You're yeah, touching base. Yeah. Were you? No, it wasn't. No, I just moved my business to Philly. To and Philly. so you guys are the first interview right. that I've gotten wow. here. Yeah. And you're, you're the That's creator special. of Sprinkle of Jesus. Yeah. Right. Listen, you can't you can't stunt on Jesus. Like you gotta tell the whole thing. Oh, okay. We are two point five million downloaders down yeah. or up, down, up, Dude, yeah, up. up. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, 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 we're down. If you, if you got a goal, yeah. you two point yeah. five down right? to ten mil. You know what I mean? And if, depending on how put, you're looking at it. I try not to put limitations on God, but you shouldn't um, put limitations on it. I, I'm just so grateful. Yeah. Like, dude. It's just everything's just going so well. Yeah, we two point five million is great, no, and wait. we love it, and we're just so happy. Oh my God, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Can I tell y'all how hype I am to have you here? Like y'all, they be so annoyed with me about how like religious I am. And if annoyed, I can, they get no, so annoyed. annoyed. Are she telling they a story? Because I'm leaving if you get annoyed. She's fibbing. She's Say fibbing. something. Yeah. She think it's about her religion, but Are it's more serious? about her character. When I tell them that I can't character. do something because I'm fasting, if I just no. got to step away from something, like let's say I fast for music, they'll be upset. I rebuke I that in the that. name of Jesus. <laughs> I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Upset. So no. no, I'm so hyped that you're finally here. Like I've been oh, wanting you. I'm excited. here for a long time. Yeah. I'm so hyped. I just got calm down. Her. I'm right, right. Her. Can we get so, back to the app? Yes. So can you tell the people what the app is? What is Wait, let's Jesus. get into that second. We will get in. No, we we can get into that, but at I've least let the people, people know. I've never had people fight over what me on an Instagram. <laughs> what question to ask right. first? <laughs> so let's get into the app then. Okay. So we tell. Matter of fact, since she's looking at me, I don't want to get into the app now. So what is the app? <laughs> Just to give them a little breakdown. Okay, so um, we're officially the largest online ministry mm-hmm. in the country. Wow. So um, what we do is we help Christian millennials, like, just have a relationship with God. We talk about stuff you kind of don't want to talk about in the church. Right. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm not standing up in the pew and asking a sex question. So right. I've just made it super, like, more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so out of that, we've been growing um, an initiative, Coworking Faith, where we help Christian entrepreneurs break the curse of poverty through entrepreneurism. So. Okay. Yeah. Amen. That's cool. So we'll we'll touch more on it. Fame wants to. Yeah. She wants to grill you. She's excited. Bit. She's yeah, excited. She Let's wait. do it. I'm really excited. My head hurts. Anyway, so. <laughs> <I love her>. <laughs> <laughs> so Dana Chanel, aka yeah. Dana Chanel. <laughs> what? Cassie Olivier, Olivera? You totally botched the last name. Olivera. <laughs> 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 Olivera. Yeah. And if you want to get Spanishy on it, it's Olivera. Ooh, yeah. with your little with Spanish twist. accent. Mm. You got a little cute. Don't tap me. 
Yeah. Oh, where did you get Dana Chanel from? Like seriously, where well, did that even come Dana's from? Dana's actually my middle name. So it's Cassie Dana Oliveira. And then um I don't know, it was something fun like and, something and, and my senior year I was being called Dana Chanel and I kinda of, yeah. He just called you Dana Chanel? Yeah, actually, okay, cool. Wait, really cool story. Uh-huh. In high school, my Instagram name was Glitter Dutch because I used to smoke so much, smoke like literally, like heavy. <laughs> <Yo. laughs> and so, um, look at how giddy she is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was some good time. <laughs> That's funny. She said that was some good time. It was, and so then I became Dana, and then Dana Chanel. So ever since, like, I kind of, I guess, I say, I've been acknowledging the mm-hmm. Lord working in my life. Mm-hmm. I've become Dana Chanel. Okay. That's cool. You know, the Chanel was just by like people yeah. giving it to you. If a rapper a... can create a stage name, right. listen, Dana right. Chanel that, can that have like a stage. That was that's just pretty. Your, your good Instagram name, and you kind of went with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that's it. That's how it goes. That's pretty. I love Thank that you. a lot. Actually. And you got to stick with it once you you, yeah, you know put it out now. there. Yeah, it's done now. You got to <laughs> roll stuck. with the punches. Right. I've been called the Jesus Girl too. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Rich Homie Kwan, like I walked up to him one time and he was like, oh, you're the Jesus, the Jesus girl. girl. And I was like, okay. <laughs> right. I'd rather That's be known cool. for something that I'm passionate and I'm like proud to right. be of instead of something else. So Jeez. I'm okay. <laughs> Y'all know I'm hype. Y'all all know I'm hype right now. I'm just trying to stay calm and act like I'm not Cool down. Right? <laughs> let me. Get up, man. Let me drink this. Get up, Guys, anytime I smile too much, my lips start twitching, so I'm like trying so hard not to start twitching. Sorry. Okay, good. Yo, what? Okay, so number two, you have eight siblings, and you're from New York, and you grew up in Middletown, Delaware. Eight siblings. Yeah, that's crazy. How Dude, did you prep her on? Oh, like, did you prep her on this? No, I didn't. She you're was... a stalker, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never been in an interview where like you're asking me so many questions. Right. Yeah. How was it even being with eight siblings, or were you even in the house with eight siblings? Yeah, not in the house. Mm-hmm. So it's collective between my father yeah, and my mom. Mm-hmm. But uh, my father is Uncle Magic, the hip hop magician. Mm-hmm. He does like all the celebrities' kids' birthday parties. Oh, and he won't cool. stop having kids. Like, I'm telling him, like, yo, chill, bro. Stop having kids. Like, that's the definition. Like, I love him. I, I made him the CEO of Sprinkle of Jesus. But um, he's awesome. And, yeah, so I told him to stop having kids. And I think we're good right now. Who's the youngest? Um, the youngest the youngest actually comes from my mom. And she's oh, three. Her name okay. is Bella. And then his youngest is, I think, seven or eight or something like that. Oh, that's not that old. That young. Yeah. That's not young. Oh, I thought he, he was he like He made it seven years in. without a new baby. That's it. Yeah, record. I was going to okay, say. Okay, but right. I'm 23. And then he jumped down to like, I think there was like five, six years in between. Yeah. Yeah, so listen, it's not for like... <laughs> Oh, my God. You're right, though. At yeah. least you survived, though. At least you survived. So were all eight of them at like all of your events? Like, do all eight of them come together or no? No. It's always like five or six. No. I mean, FaceTime technology has allowed them yeah, to. Yeah, you got like the FaceTime now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you grew up. You went to Middletown High School. Yeah. So it's crazy because the fact that you say like. I know that you said you are always in this little tiny like town and you wanted you just thought smoking was like the thing like why would the it small was. town have smoking as a thing because like, we had nothing else to do yeah, and at that do, i grew yeah. up with I white always, people so yeah no white for real like i grew up with white people yeah. i love it um and first off the parents didn't care 
Like sometimes uh-huh. literally like the parties and stuff, they would honestly say, hey, give me your keys. And we'll let us drink and party. Mm-hmm. Just as long as we were long safe. Because they yeah, knew we were going to do it they anyway. They don't want you to go elsewhere and yeah. be somewhere. And I'm kind of grateful for that yeah. at the same time. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, now knowing the word of God and stuff and, and allowing the, you know, God to speak to me about, you know, raising the ch- in the raising a child in the way that they should right. go. I feel like they failed me in that sense, but they also allowed me to experience in a, right. a safe environment. So when I, like, went off to college, I didn't go, like, super crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, you I You were already crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, no, I we could probably could get into that later, but... I was grateful for it. We just went on L rides all the time, listening. I remember Gucci and Lil Wayne and just yeah. like vibing out. After blood, vibing just yeah. killing it, <laughs> vibing That's out. Though. Yeah, I had a good time. Yeah. For That's some good. reason, I don't get that though. Like, I, growing up in my neighborhood, you know, it's a lot, it's just majority white people, but they would never, they were never smoking weed. It was always drinking. Really? Like it was just drinking. Wow. Like it was just just drinking. And cigarettes and beer. Like that's how it was. That's why I was like dang like there must have been a thing in Delaware right. or something. Yeah. So but, where did you go from smoking and drinking to the ministry? Like how did the gap get bridged? Like what happened? Yeah I mean it definitely was a process. Uh-huh. And it still is. I'm still failing myself every single day from the person like I want to be you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean um in high school, I had so much fun, and then uh, I did something called fasting. I know we were talking about mm-hmm. it, but I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So literally, what I did was, I was like, okay, I'm going to give up meat for like 30 days. Mm-hmm. And so two days before I was done, I think it was like a two days, a couple days or something like that, and two days before graduation, my fast was coming to an end, right? Uh-huh. Well, I was leaving my friend's house, and her mom goes, well, hey, how's your fast going? I'm like, oh, I don't really feel any different. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to, like, I guess receive revelation or hear that voice up in the sky that right, everybody talks big. about. Right. I was yearning. My, the waiting, Holy Spirit waiting in on, me. like, the sign. Yeah. yeah, I wanted a sign that he was real. I don't even know why, you know? Yeah. Um, but I flipped my car 100 feet into the woods. Wow. With no seatbelt on. And I came out like this. Mm. And um, Look at you. somebody that... uh. You can make me hype. Yeah, somebody that was driving stopped and pulled over because they saw the entire thing happen. And he looked at me, and the wife started checking my vitals because it happened to be that she was a nurse. Yeah. And she was like, there's angels all around you. And I was like, (laughs) I just got in a car. Like, (laughs) they just flipped over. The last thing I want to hear about is angels right now. I was like, I'm about to go to senior week. I have no car. I was like, (laughs) yo, my life is over. Worried about everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I I got so mad at the point because I was so just distracted. I, like, punched my car. Like, I was just, you know what I mean? I was Mm -hmm. just so angry and stuff like that. And I went to the hospital. They kept just saying, yo, you're a miracle. Like, they're calling you the miracle girl. And I was like, you know, sometimes we have to remove ourselves from the actual circumstance to look in and see what it is that God did. Yeah, look from the outside. um, Now, I remember that I didn't panic, but there was a sense of peace. Yeah. I didn't black out. I didn't lose consciousness. No, right. I woke. I didn't wake up, but I opened my eyes and I was on the roof of my car. Mm. Everything was ejected except me. All my Jordans. Oh. Your Jordans. I worked at a sneaker time. store, so I was pissed. Oh my God. Mm. Oh, my Jordans were like all in the woods. But um, basically, I knew God was real. Yeah. So I was like, Yo, He's real. But what I realized, and and I'm praying that everyone out there sees too, the people that are listening, is that just because you know He's real. Mm-hmm doesn't mean that you trust him or that you really know him. Mm-hmm. And so after that, I still went to senior week. I still partied up. Like, this guy just saved my life, you know? Right. But yet, um, I still moved to Philly, got a job um, working the front desk. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I 
anyway, I guess what? he's not supposed to go. But, um, for a little while, I knew God was real, but right. I didn't get to know who he was. And so things started to change. And I'm still, I think the last time, can I like super honest? Like Always. totally honest. Always. Like you guys are probably be the only people to know this. We like that. We love that. We like that. to be the only ones that. So yeah. I've been doing this spring closure thing for three years. Mm-hmm. And I fell into temptation and actually smoked weed like a year and a half ago. I was wondering. I was going to ask. No, because I was be, like, how do you? Be how do you? With yeah, it. you have to. Because it's like you know everybody have they you know their. Uh, yeah, their but can I things. speak to you about something, dude? And yeah. I'm a firm believer in this, mm-hmm. is that the people that you surround yourself around make up so much of what the enemy tempts you with. True. Exactly. And so because I hung around people that smoked weed and, you know, that's what I'm, you're I'm, do I'm, I'm, I'm Dana Chanel. I'm Sprinkle of Jesus. Like, right. that's not going to affect me. Like, bro, I have a reputation to withhold. You feel what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I actually smoked again. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of how much I freaking hate it. Yeah. No, because so I just tripped. I just got too yeah. high. <laughs> I'm like, it's not for me. First time in a long <laughs> time, right? Yeah, yeah. No, but seriously, that really taught me that even in the midst of being a leader mm-hmm. in the Christian community, I still can fail. And it's my job and my duty to surround myself around people who want to see me win. Right. And so then you don't fall do into those, yeah. those temptations. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's, that's, that's what it's, it's, it's hard. It's a struggle. Surrounding yourself because then, you know, oh you got people you grew up with, family, yeah. friends. You can't replace everybody. You know what I mean? Dude, right. My family's so, so you can't projects. It. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it is what It'd it is. It be like that sometimes. You got to yeah. keep it moving. and Yeah, it's yeah. hard though. It's it really hard. is. Yeah. But, talking about moving to Philly, so yeah. you <laughs> went to CCP, I and did. Uh, you literally was like going through this bad spell with like your dad, and you left. And you went to Philly. And you were nineteen. Dude, and you I hated my dad. Yeah, and like, how in the world? Like, it seems like you guys are bad. Like, you hated this man, yeah. and you is because you moved to Philly. You hate him. Like, why did you move the? Why did you move? Well, you I like, originally I like. To. So of course you know. Parents not getting together, you know, we're from Brooklyn. So mm. parents are not getting together. That's just a story in itself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was always like not getting, not just our family wasn't on one accord. So, right. you know, my mom teaching me one thing, you know, hey, she's lying, blah, 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 whatever. Right, Bang, right, right, right. So um, I was always like a daddy's girl. And then after high school, he was like, dude, you can, I'll take care of you. You can come live with me after high school, after you get out the clutches of your mom's hand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, I went, we went to, um, we went to, uh, what is that thing when you go see a college? Like oh, a tour. Uh, like a yeah. college tour, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Orientation. But, yeah, we went yeah. to a college tour at St. John's University in Queens, in New York. Mm-hmm. I think that's in Queens, right? Yeah, Queens. <laughs> and um, they wanted 55 grand a year. Mm. and okay. yeah insane for undergrad wow. so he was just like you know you can come live with me so you don't have to live on campus and then everything blew up because he said he didn't want me to come anymore wow. um yeah so that would put a nice what? little gap in between did it yeah. and now you're not paying for school so like i opted out for the next out i just wanted to get away from the cornfields and the cows and the chickens and, and fully stuff with like the that. next best bet yeah because it was right there next to delaware right and mm-hmm. um yeah, so That's you came so to Philly. I came to Philly. Is right. this where you started the hostess job at a strip club? Yes. Right. And oh where my was gosh, it? You know my yeah, life. hold on. We're we going to get into the whole strip club <laughs> thing because I, I didn't know anything about that. But yeah. uh, 
Y'all already know that it's your boy Smooth. And it's your girl Fame. And, and I'm like Dana that. Chanel. Y'all keep forgetting me. I don't appreciate it. I right really off. don't appreciate it. Okay, one more time. Let's do it again. Come on. Ready? Come on. Oh my God. Come on. It's Let's your go. boy Smooth. And it's your girl Fame. And I'm Dana Chanel. And we'll be right back. It's our favorite part of the show. That's your favorite. Yes, sir. Ah, uh, Chef. What you got cooking? You already know. Y'all already know who it is. Your boy Smooth. And we back. <laughs> And it's your girl Fame, and we're back. And your third co-host. <laughs> it's Dana Chanel. Hi. Okay. Now let's talk about the strip club. Let's yeah. say, like, wait, wait, wait. So it was in Philly where you started. Let's start there. Which which strip club in Philly was it? The white people strip club. <laughs> That's where they give the most money. <laughs> the white people strip club. Like, no, why did you um, say it like that. That one in the Purple northeast. Orchid. Um, the fact that you know it's me. red. It's goldish, reddish. Anybody know out there? Look at you. Yeah, I mean, I've, never, I've never been to a strip club in the Northeast at all. I just remember to say, I've never been to a strip club. Star? No. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm asking the audience to help me remember what, 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 what I went to. Ask her other half the strip club. That was a trick question. No, he didn't answer. She thinks she's gonna get me. But, she's trying to get me. See, look, bro, I'm nice. I'm nice. Surely didn't know, but it's cool. It's cool. We don't argue here. Anyway, yeah. So I went to like the front desk. That one. And they tipped really well. The front desk got tips? Yeah. So we would get like politicians and surgeons. Like someone once asked me to be like their sugar baby. Yeah, they do that. They yeah, do that. I was like surprised. It was, I was really contemplating. See, that's uh, before I knew the Lord. Though. <laughs> I was gonna say that. I'll be contemplating that one. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. I think it give people a sense of you because everybody view you as the Jesus yeah. girl. So mm -hmm. they, you know, that's I think that that's something I like about you is the fact that you have a colored past. Like you're not. And you're not ashamed you know, like, of it. Come up. And, you know, with the ministry, it's they, like the highlighter saying, like, colors too. Yeah. It's not regular colors. Yeah, like, like you really, blue. you know, you you had just your, your fun. So yeah. it's like everybody else, they you know, they try to paint this perfect picture, like you know, raised in a you know two parent household. And yeah, two brothers and sisters. Right. Like and my dad's a minister. And my mom, you know. What right. I mean? and there's that a pastor or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's like always something like that. Gives you know, like your sense of human being like you know make you a human brings you down to the regular level because nobody wants to really take advice or you know what yeah. i mean from a person that they're not even comfortable with like i don't we're not even on the same level now i can relate to you yeah so when you say something i say yeah she used to smoke weed so if i know that she could turn her life into this and do this like <gasps> you know <gasps> what are you so saying right now you gonna turn your life around? My life is already around. Oh. <laughs> you know, she's about to make me cry. Interesting yeah. that you said that one was really cool. Is that um, you told me that I had my fun. Mm. Um, I was entertained. Right. But that fun was actually destroyed. Because mm -hmm. the closer that I got to God, I was realizing how far away I was from Him, mm. and why I was going through a lot of the things that I was going through when it came. You know, living the life that I did, being unhappy, being emotionally unstable, mm. you know, wanting things out of my life and being broke financially and spiritually, you know what I mean? I had fun, right. quote unquote fun, 
was just entertaining. Right. Mm. I watch a bad movie. I mean, it was entertaining, but it had no plot. Right. It, had mm -hmm. no it had no purpose, and it had absolutely none until I learned mm. who right. I was and who God created me to be. Right. Gave you contrast, though. Yeah. yeah. I love it. That's what I made me love relevant. It. Speaking of really turning your life oh, yeah. around, while you were in the strip club, you had this book by Joyce Meyer, Becoming a Woman. Dude, yo. I don't want her asking me questions. Are you a psychic? <laughs> no, for real. Like, no. Like, no. No. Like, no. I feel like you watch every single one of my no. old interviews. No. I'm just, because I love Joyce. Like, yeah. You talk like, I don't look up to people. I'm not saying I wouldn't look up to somebody who's doing something good, but I look up to people who are following God. You get what I mean? Like, Joyce is like one of those people that, maybe because my mom is like one of those, like, me. She's, my mom isn't me, but Joyce is like this stern, but she's like, it's like yeah, she had she a past. Yeah, it's like she got this, yeah, and it reminds me of my mom. So yeah. the fact that you like read this book about Joyce, like, was that the same day that you quit and was like, hey, I'm, about to, I'm leaving? Listen, I wasn't that smart. I didn't read the book in a day. <laughs> right, but then you were at the strip club reading Joyce Meyer. Yeah, so I was actually in the strip club, like reading a book. It was called like Thirty Days to Becoming a Woman of Prayer. I probably made that one up during the training. <laughs> I will endorse you. Come talk to me. But <laughs> seriously, I've like told her this book because it really did change my life. Yeah. And um, I was reading it in the strip club with the bouncer that stood there with me, and he was like, "Dude, you're so weird. Like, why are you reading that?" It was just such an oxymoron. You yeah, know? I, I would have said that too if I was him. Like, yeah, like, like what are you reading that for? It, it like that's when he began to speak. To exactly. Me. And that's why I tell people all the time: do not, exactly. do not limit where God is speaking. To exactly. Me. I once did a um, I was shooting a pilot in L.A., and the topic was about strip clubs. And I guess for a lot of the, the social medias were a little bit more older and seasoned and yeah. you know, Christianity and stuff like that. And they were being so mean. When it came yeah. to strip clubs and strip and I was like, yeah. dude, you have absolutely no idea what season they're in in their life. I was mm -hmm. like, let's, let's turn up your dirty task. Right. Because those, those uh, strippers are probably more safe than you ever were. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? But I just believe that God will speak to you in any way, no matter where you are. Where you, you are. He could speak to you on the pole. What? Like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. He speak to me on speak the pole. Speak to you on like the pole. Yeah. Broke and broken. Exactly. I, I had nobody. I, I was so it. broke. But I that's changed it. now. So how did you get started with the whole sprinkle of Jesus? Well, I, um, you know, started, created the app. Mm -hmm. And it started going really well, just being able to, like, immediately communicate with the Christian community and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It was a game changer. No one's innovated like that mm -hmm. yet. And I felt like I just had an advantage because the Lord made me younger right right <laughs> and the, ability the most to, yeah. yeah he mm -hmm. you know gave me a calling he right. he appointed me right. to do something and mm -hmm. so um with sprinkle of jesus we've been able to help other christian entrepreneurs kind of get off the ground mm -hmm. i saw the success of the sprinkle of jesus app mm -hmm. literally and it's not to be braggadocious but it's in order to inform that it's possible right. you know i come from the projects where we had to you know a group in middletown because I know she's about to get married. I grew up in Middletown. There was no projects in Middletown. But, right. um, you know, my family's from Brooklyn. I mm -hmm. was born in the projects. Dude, we had to, like, you know, open the, the, house oven up with the oven to mm -hmm. warm up the, the apartment. Um, right. You know, white rice, corn, <laughs> corned beef. Like, we've had to do that, you know? Right. And so um, I just your realized. your grandmom is Puerto Rican or something? Yeah, I'm Puerto Rican, Dominican, and Panamanian. So and that's the, you were with your Puerto Rican grandmother. Or your no, dad's mom. No, this is my mom, my mom's mom. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, she was a crackhead. She was on crack. Like, you know, it, it just 
I've right. come from a very broken family, mm-hmm. and I realized how much of it was because of the way that we thought, and then that's why we were in the space that we were in, and it's because we didn't know how to make money. Right. My dad only knew how to make money in the streets, and then we mm-hmm. were on welfare and all that stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I feel like I tell people all the time, you know, my calling is ministry, but entrepreneurism is like a, an amazing hobby of mine. I'm just really good at it, and I'm really good at helping other people. Right. And the Christian community, they teach you how to give the 10, but don't show you how to make the 90. Right. And I just feel like with that co-working faith and sprinkle of Jesus, like right. that's our job. That's mm-hmm. our responsibility. We're just as successful as any worldly tech kind of mobile application. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we truly helping the Christian community? Why right. are we not helping them out of bondage? Why are we not breaking the curse of poverty? Right. And so I've just been helping people that are freaking talented are so smart and just leading them in the right direction to know how to make money. Do you have any success stories like with co-working faith and other companies that you've kind of coached? Absolutely. First off, I'm the living testimony. You are. Literally, I Uh went from not being able to get to school to CCP. I couldn't even pay for, like, fare. On a bus? Yes. And isn't it like $2? Yeah. Well, back then it was like $2. Yeah, I couldn't even afford fare. And literally now I'm able to take care of my family. Right. Like, I'm looking for a three-family house to put my entire family in, in Philly. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I'm a living testimony. We've helped so many people just in Philly, too. Yeah. Like, we've helped cool. so many people. I don't want to, like, tell everybody their business. But, dude, we have people every yeah. single day at the office. It works. Yeah, I'm coming down. Helping. I told you. I got to get yeah. my appointment, you know, so we can get on track. Every yeah. new season of your life is attached to a person. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why you're not making more money is because someone has not taught you. Right. And we can do that right. with the leadership from God. Mm, learning That's from cool. a woman today. Hmm. Yeah. How you feel? I'm always down okay. to learn from a woman. Why did you move to Philly? Because uh, New York is, like, expensive. But it's, Philly? like, crazy. Mm-hmm. But why Philly? But then I had roots here. Philly so is the like, next hey, best thing to New York. Dude, people in Philly are so underrated. They're so yeah. talented and so smart and are capable of so much. Right. And I just feel like... They're just not led in the right direction or taught how or yeah. have good mentorship because there's not a lot of togetherness here. Exactly. But you, yo, you guys are intelligent and you guys can make it happen. You guys have the tenacity and the hustle. Right. And I love it here. So mm. far, everybody that I've met that has come to the office and asked for help, you know, they're ready to work and grind. I love it. I mean, I'm saying, like, I we're at the office that. at 5 o'clock in the morning I having a that. meeting. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And these people, like, we have membership meetings and stuff like that, and, mm-hmm. they, and they're willing to be there. Yeah. And it's exciting. I do I see that. It. You're funny. Like, now that you're saying that, that's funny, because I do see that, like, at, like, um, showcases and, like, you know the places that people have to come right. to where they want to get their stuff out. Right. It's like they're so passionate. Yeah. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. Like, they're always so, they like, loving it. Like, it's a city of go-getters. Yeah, they really I are. mean, I'd rather be passionate than depressed. I've never been not right. happy. I've mm-hmm. never been able to enjoy mm-hmm. my life and be happy not being able to pay my cell phone bill mm-hmm. or watching my mom struggle. So I know that needed to change immediately. Right. And you fixed that And up. I just feel like, yo, the Lord has already anointed us. He's already given us gifts and talents. And he's, 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 it's what we want is already ours. Mm-hmm. Amen. We just haven't put in the work because we don't know. It's like, it's literally like getting in a car without a GPS. Right. And once you trust God to be your GPS and you're willing to put that thing in drive. And just go. And, and press on the gas. Dude. You'll get there. The favor is real. I've never been so blessed in my life. Mm. We were just having a conversation before this. and um, Actually, no, I think it was with your mom. Or maybe 
No, it was with PK. All right. PK over there. He's talking about <laughs> But um, I was telling him, like, things are not perfect for mm-hmm. me. Things actually, like, are really, really hard for me right now. Like, really hard. Like, I can almost go into tears. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. But, um. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Don't uh-huh. do it. No, please don't do that because I am a really no. bad crier. I look ugly like that. But I've never been happier in my life. I'm just so happy. Uh, oh my god! Uh, <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. Like when you trust God and like really work and grind, dude. I've never been happy in my life. Oh. Uh, Where's that neck? Like, oh my gosh, I'm crying oh, again. Like, like I'm happy doing this. No. Yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> You're like no. Yeah. But that's good seeing though. So many other people happy when we like you know right. when we encounter each other and stuff like that and being able yeah. to help them and really change and help their life accomplish their goals and there's one thing to pray for somebody i'm getting an yeah. but teaching them how to make a dollar and change everything in their life is yeah. crazy you know so yeah. it's crazy. i'm just grateful yeah god is good that's good yeah. like that's really the biggest thing <laughs> out of everything yeah. i know that's the hardest thing to do is when you just got through so much in life and it's like let me yeah. keep going right. like that's the hardest thing to say like i trust god after every answer like even you guys you guys can't stop now yeah you, like, you guys going. are really like inspiring people and stuff like that and teaching people that they can do something else right. besides hate on each other for women and then, you know, mm-hmm. not be in the streets. Like, right. it's just really cool and stuff like that. So yeah. you can't stop when people depend on you. Right. You have absolutely you no them. idea who's watching this show right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You never know who's watching. Right. Oh, my God. You, I love you. You were nominated for a Steve Harvey uh, Neighborhood Award, right? Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That was, that was actually girl. the first time. Yeah, ever. That was cool. That would be really awesome. I was, I was another thing to be happy, happy there to be representing the young people, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, that was cool. It was my first time in Atlanta. You made me cry. Weird. What were you doing, like, like before Sprinkly Cheese? Like, were you, did you have, like, a name building, like, on Instagram for, oh my gosh. like, giving, like, little quotes and stuff like that? Yeah, of course, that's when we started Sprinkle Jesus. But I was, guess what I was actually doing before this? What? I was... Like, going for music. Yeah, singing. Yeah. You can sing. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I no. Don't believe you just now. I don't know, a little bit. No, I can like sing really a little bit. So I was like really going out for singing and stuff like that. What? And my dad was like say this? super connected in the industry and stuff like that. So, you so were going for I was like, oh, like let me try. But then he was like, you have a singing voice. Mm, that was so weird. Though. I sound like a little like I sound like like little. You know? I think that's one of the no, for real. Like you would like back then, I wasn't like you know into God and stuff like that. So you have to remember, I was talking about like being sexy and sex and stuff like that, and it kind of doesn't go when you have a squeaky baby voice. You know, I so it was like I weird. You, yeah. you know, it was like yeah. what grown woman's gonna listen to me about sex or like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it was just like it was weird. Didn't fit you. And right. I, what I realized it's so crazy. I always was like feeling really uncomfortable on stage, and my dad was like, "Yo, if you're gonna do this." You know, whatever you do, I'm going to blow it up in 90 days. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's a marketing guru. So he was like, whatever you do, I'll blow it up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, I want to be a singer. And he was like, uh, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we would put, like, the set together. And, you know, I'd get a guy and, like, dance and sing and stuff you like that. You would dance with the guy. Yeah. I mean, it's show business. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I was trying singing. Wow. And I just, it didn't work. And then one day I went to him and I was like, hey, I want to talk about God for a living. And he was like. Just went with okay. it. Okay. Yeah. And so ever since, we've never stopped. 
And look at you now. And look at you now. So what's going on now? Because even yeah, you're talking about God, but on Instagram, like, I guess you guys are heavy with, like, gun safety. Yeah. yeah. I get persecuted for I literally am nailed on the cross every single time. I'm sure, I'm sure they come for you because it's like, it's unorthodox. It's like, it's, yeah. it's not normal. People wait, aren't used why? to it. That's you the think, thing. You think Duck Dynasty, yeah. they're white Christian men with beards, and it's no problem talking about guns. Right. Mind you, they're on television bragging about their new guns. Society. Why not? Society. Because I'm, 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 I'm not white. The Jesus girl. That's why. That's that's how they claim it. I so think they're, they're like, that's why what do they you do need to a you. gun? Like, I don't think like that. I think it's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But I think looking at like that that Baptist type of Christian, that's just like, it's just a, it's just a, it's why just the stigma. You, you it's the stigma that goes with. A gun, period. Look at anybody who carry a gun, and mm-hmm. especially being black or Latino or anything. Yeah. It's just a bad stigma that follows. Yeah, you don't think right. about the fact Everyone that else you're protecting yourself. Them, but right. I'm not allowed and to anybody have else, them. yeah. So. They're probably like, what are you going to use it for? Are you going to keep money? She's so funny. I would never say the Lord would encourage me to sin. Right. But he would encourage me to protect myself. Right. And whatever he allows in my space is a test. Mm-hmm. But, um... I mean, say that to the people who were murdered, senselessly, and he, you know, right. what about that kid Dylan, the one that went in the church or something? I forget his name, yeah. Yeah. but he went into the church and murdered everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is our legal right, and um, to to bear arms and stuff like that. I mean, I totally am down for it if you're legal and you've done everything by the book, by the way society wants you and trusts you to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm carrying now, like you know what I mean. To me, it's wait, you brought a gun in here. Well, uh, maybe you wouldn't have known. <laughs> maybe I'm not. You'll never know. <laughs> you never, you never know. know. But, don't, um, don't got a little. little you should feel safer. You should feel. You should feel safer. You should feel safer. Why the not? only dangerous gun is a gun that doesn't know how to be used. And um, I think a lot of people are like, oh, little kids are shooting themselves by accident. Yeah, that's because you didn't teach them. You didn't mm-hmm. teach them how powerful it was. You know, usually you tell them how hot the stove is. Why is it that you never taught them about a gun? Why is it that right. they can see this stuff on, on on TV and on shows and in movies and stuff, but never know what to do when they come in contact? They think it's a toy. They think they can do what's on TV. Right. And so my seven-year-old, my seven-year-old sister, she shoots. Mm-hmm. Our entire family shoots. We love guns. We love being able to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the most controversial things is, uh, well, why do you need protection if, God is your protection. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Yeah, I have saw that before. The Lord did. The Lord did give people back in the day swords. I feel like people look right. at the Bible so, so like close-minded. Um, mm-hmm. There has been evolution. Maybe mm-hmm. they didn't carry guns because there weren't guns back right, then. Right. <laughs> but they used swords, and they definitely, you know, protected themselves. Right. Yeah. yeah. How do you think? Never mind. Just. <laughs> I just. I think. I think it's awesome. I think everybody should learn. Mm-hmm. Um. One of my friends from Canada actually came and consulted with us about her business. And she was like, yo, like, I don't know anything about this. Can you teach me? About the gun? And she was like, because I actually have seen one. Yeah. And I was afraid. And I was like, the only reason you were afraid is because you didn't know what to do with it. Right. For example, what happens, to come in, to come in contact with a gun is not, is not far-fetched. Mm-hmm. I actually was in my car in Middletown, put my hand in the back seat, and there was a gun in there. And I didn't know what to do with it. Imagine if it was used against me. Right. Imagine if someone else is using it incorrectly around me. That's right. my job to know how to, like, take care of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Know how to handle it. Yeah. Somebody has to know. Somebody has to. Somebody has to know. And try to. Right. 
you know, try to attack me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can't catch it. I love it. Can't catch it. And I feel like I just, I just feel everyone should know how to use a gun. Right. It won't Honestly. hurt. Especially now, because the right. cops is crazy. Yeah. You, you need to protect yourself. So what's um, your future plans? Well, every six months, and I would love for you guys to come. Every six months, we um, scope out 15 Christian entrepreneurs to come be in the Sprinkle of Jesus commercials because we're on um, networks like MTV, BT, VH1, Oxygen Own. Yeah. So if Christian entrepreneurs want to come and promote their business, mm -hmm. you know, usually small business owners can't afford TV advertising by themselves. Exactly. So we say, hey... Let's group us together. Let's be united. Let's work at this together. Let's all put some money in. Of course, there's a fee because we all got to pay for it. You feel what right. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And let's be in the commercials together. And so we were looking for 15 Christian entrepreneurs. Every six months we do it, a new campaign. Exchange mm -hmm. people out and give people the opportunity to support one another and That's get the cool. advertisement these big companies are doing. Right. So it's like shop black, shop, yeah. shop, yeah. shop Christian too. Right. <laughs> yeah, people have to learn how to unite and, you know, use each other, build with each other. And listen, if you own a sneaker store and you're a Christian, I'm coming to your sneaker store before I go anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Right. There you right. go. That's what I'm doing. I love it. Because I'm supporting cool. someone that believes in the same values that I do. Oh, I'm so happy that you came here. Right, we really I'm appreciate so you coming. You're gonna come back here. Yeah. You come to my Hopefully. House. Like you're gonna come talk to my parents. As long right. as you have oh, food, Jesus. I am totally down. Well, it's always gonna all. be food. So. Like I'm like trying to like concentrate. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. well, Did you like the food? Yeah, I can't eat it in right now. In a second, now. in a second, she <laughs> oh, gonna get to dig in. Oh, well, yeah. let everybody know where to follow you, yeah. how to download the app, uh -huh. yeah. and if they're looking to, you know, get some assistance and everything mm -hmm. with their yeah. business, the co-working faith, what can everything. Do everything. Okay, so can I put my co my hosting? Yeah, yeah put your hosting hat on. Hey, what's up, guys? I don't promote anything that doesn't promote me, so you don't have to follow me. Just download the Sprinkle of Jesus app. And um, you can give our office a call if you're interested in business. You want to know the number? You want to know the number? I'll give you the number. Give them the number. <laughs> Tell them the number. <laughs> it's like 718-892-0760 if you're looking for something new, if you're looking to, um, if you're looking to change your financial situation. My, my goal is to help you grow spiritually and financially. I want you to be wealthy in both because it is possible, and the Lord has called it over your life. You just need yeah. to be introduced to the right, the few, few new things, a way of right. thinking. So um, please give us a call. A lot of you guys will watch this and kind of forget about it. And then you guys are going to be wondering why you're still in the same space six months, two years, three years later. It's because you didn't do anything new. So Didn't make that call. Don't be afraid to give us call. the call. We'll take care I thought of she was going to bust out in the number when she said 718. I thought well, she was, it was going to be a song with it. Like, 718. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh, I can't dance, guys. Can we stop? <laughs> oh, God, that's bad. That's how you know I was on the pole. <laughs> that's I funny. Can't dance. Well, we appreciate you coming through. No, thank you. Enjoying yeah, some food. You what is a good conversation? Me cry. I'm never coming no, back again. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so beautiful. I am so proud to have you here. Like, I've been waiting here for so long. And you came and you cried, and I love you. It's because we're in Philly now. <laughs> right. And now you guys yeah, can come to the Philly office, and we can see how we can make you guys yeah. more money. Yeah, I'll be there for sure, for sure. What? You make that call. I already me? made that call. Oh, oh, we all can go. Wait, hello? Erkin. The money call. They want to they talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
right, well, okay. you already know who it is. Your boy Smooth. And it's your girl Fame. And it's Danish Look, she chopped it all up. <laughs> <laughs> and we out. And we out, you.